Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode eight of Snapbacks and Beards. My name is Johnny, aka JE Wrestle Talk, and as always, I am joined by my two co hosts, the undeniable Johnny Goldsmith. How are you doing on this Monday evening? All good, my friend. Yes, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm here and I'm ready to talk all things wrestling once <laughs> more. We love that. <laughs> And again, my other co-host, TWG91, that wrestling guy, Stu Matos, in his brand new t-shirt. How are you doing? Very, very well. Brand new, repping the APA Protection Agency t-shirt. Vinted, big find. Love it. We yeah. love a retro tea. We love a retro <laughs> tea. So, we are going to start things off today a little differently with some breaking news not a hundred percent confirmed, but all sources point towards that it could be, and that is that Bray Wyatt was missing from Madison Square Garden show. He should have fought LA Knight. It ended up being Braun Strowman. However, I'm going to pass over to the guy who brought us that information, which is the undeniable Johnny Goldsmith. So over to you, sir. Okay, so um, as usual, wrestling journalists love being able to find ways of saying, I don't really know what's going on, so I'm going to structure it in such a way that I can, you know, go, well, you know, plans change. So Brian Alvarez, this is exactly what he said on Wrestling Observer. And again, this is probably going to confuse you, but this is his words. So, well, what may turn out to be a story or may not end up being a story, I should say, may end up being a bigger story because it is a story. Bray White wasn't at MSG. So that's as clear as mud. <laughs> I think uh, I think you put it in uh, the group chat, Stu, where you said that you had a stroke trying to read. That. <laughs> I, I really struggled reading what that what that actually meant. Um, but I, I think from the sounds of it, it does sound like he isn't there or wasn't there when he was supposed to be, and they're not sure if that means he has walked out from it or he's been pulled from it. Um, I wonder how much of that is to do with Vince being back in some form of creative. Um, But I've got a, a potential hot take here of have we seen anything different from Bray Wyatt than what we did before? has this has this new run been as good as what everyone has said this new run including myself don't get me wrong has said that it's been because the hype to his comeback was unbelievable the vignettes and the promos and all that unbelievable stuff his first few promos when he came back unbelievable stuff his promos with LA Knight unbelievable stuff the match at royal rumble was fine i guess to get to kind of a destination but it all there's parts of me when i've i've spent the last kind of hour just sort of scrolling through some old promos and you know some some media stuff and there's there's parts of me that he does the you know the spooky storytelling that he does really well and then nothing comes from it, and I, I, I don't know. Like, I know you're a you're a big fan, Johnny, and you'll be gutted if you don't get to see him at either Money in the Bank or one of the live events you're you're going to. And I totally, totally get that. I just, is there a bit of rose tinted glasses for us as wrestling fans on how well this run has been from him coming back because of how much we like Bray Wyatt and how much we think the character should be good if that makes sense it makes total sense and do you know what i completely completely agree with you i absolutely love bray wire i think he's one of the best things since sliced bread however i'm finding it very difficult to keep defending it and saying just wait just wait just wait just wait because wait wait for for what now yeah. essentially he is 
phenomenal like i would love to sit down and have an interview with him and try and figure out how his mind works he is phenomenal in that sense but he's come back at extreme rules yeah it was after riddle rollins wasn't it yeah, yeah at extreme rules which was august? october August, October. one of the two something like that i think it was september <laughs> <That's brilliant. laughs> so, so say say it say it was september so october november december january february march six months and he's had one match that we've seen he's had uh, done a couple of house shows but one match and, and let's be honest that match was a glorified promotion for mountain dew black that, that was a, that was i think the whole chase to get like the whole white rabbits that, that was brilliant unbelievable really even good. even when he came back and then we saw the firefly funhouse start to come to life again i thought that was epic and so amazing but now i don't know if this this is this could be through no fault of his own it's just lacking something i think it's lacking and again i don't know because actually it it's really bizarre for me because Bray, as a competitor, can go. He can wrestle. As someone that can sell matches and sell feuds and on the mic and creatively is very, very good. It just seems like the two things that he's very good at don't work together almost. Like they, they, they just can't can't be put together. And, and I don't really know why that is. And I know as wrestling fans as we all do we like to you know hit on creative and blame vince or blame whoever is is writing which is true to some degree but there has to come a point where we look at the performer not just the writers because there has to be something i think bray has a lot of say in his own promos um and if something's not working, I think there's only so much where the buck can stop at, at creative. Um, you know, if we weren't seeing Bray, then it'd be different because we could be questioning, you know, why aren't we seeing him? What don't creative see in him, et cetera. But we've seen him a hell of a lot, realistically. Mm. And like you say, it's it still feels like it's missing something. And I, I can't quite put my finger on that as well. Mm hmm well, I, don't... Yeah, I, mean, I mean, yeah, like Triple H said this in an interview once with Ariel Hawani when he talked about different wrestlers, mentioned Bray Wyatt, is he going to come back? And he said, the thing is about Bray Wyatt is he is one of the most creative men I've ever seen in my life. But yeah. he is someone who is to channel that creative in a certain direction. So from that I'm gathering that Bray Wyatt has idea after idea after idea, and he doesn't really seem to be able to settle with one and try to work with that. We've just had the fiend... But then when we had the fiend, we also had the five five fun house, and it worked very well. I mean, you know, you know, he managed to make two characters work well together at the same time. Um, but I think that it's becoming a point where he's been given all this creative control, and he doesn't know what to do with it. Mm. It 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 feels like there's, and again, this is the internet wrestling fan as much as anyone else. It almost feels like if if Bray was sort of boxed in and pigeonholed to have to play a certain character and creatively be one thing we'd get a consistent character but probably the internet universe would be like well this is rubbish bray's much more creative than this rah, 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 all that bray's got creative freedom but can't settle on anything and that makes it really hard to keep up with with it i think um like you say it almost feels like there are times he jumps from character to character and persona from persona and it, it's hard to kind of kind of follow like i'm not i'm not really sure what i'm supposed to think of of bray if i'm honest as a as a character you know and i know we spoke before that uh, the black and white sort of heel face dynamic probably isn't what it used to be and that's fine but it's like there are some bits where Bray has come out and just recently done promos about, you know, this being him and this being Bray Wyatt and almost having sort of a vulnerability to his character, which is fine. And then, like, three weeks later, he stood there as Uncle Howdy sacrifices himself off a, like, off a structure to land on LA night. And it's like, well, 
do I still feel sorry for this guy that's having people do that for him? Or like, and I, it just sometimes moves into the bit too confusing for for me. No, no, I agree. And whilst you boys have been talking, I've actually just figured out that Bray Wyatt has fought as many times in the last six months as John Cena. Wow. Wow. And if that doesn't tell you something, then have, I'm not have really we seen, have we seen Brock more times than we've seen Cena? Yes. Uh, more yeah. times we've seen Bray. Sorry, is what I want to say. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Brock exactly. fought. Brock fought. He was in the Rumble match. Yeah. He was. He fought Bobby at Lastly, Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So just that, just by two matches. Yeah. Does it? Um, I think Emma's probably had more matches than Bray Wyatt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Probably for the same amount of time, to be fair. Yeah, (laughs) quite, quite, and that's that's nothing against Emma. Um, (laughs) But so I assume that the Uncle Howdy character has to die if Bray's gone from the business. I I don't see how it can how it can continue. I mean. If it was, if it was a case, I guess of it being a you know a retirement thing or something like that, you could probably get a storyline out of it where you know Uncle Howdy, the memory of Uncle Howdy, like drove Bray to retirement or or something like that. But if it's actually a case of Bray's walked out or they've released Bray again or it's something like that, they're not going to keep. A character so um synonymous with him on tv are they I, I well would, i would assume and and it probably is bo dallas he's just gonna be like mm. see ya um yeah mm. would, would would i'm gonna put this out to you boys now does does bray turn up anywhere else aw impact i don't think he could, well impact might be the only one um yeah. and that would probably help with them um, getting more fans in AW, um, very wrestling heavy. And AW, I don't think Bray Wyatt would suit being there at all. No, um, I, 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 th- I think the the only way, the only way Bray goes to AEW would be if they, if they amalgamated something to do with the House of Black. However, personally, for me. I actually think Malachi Black is a better storyteller than Bray Wyatt is. And they've already got Brody King as the kind of big monster enforcer of the group, which arguably is what they'd have Bray do. So I don't I don't really see that that working, to be honest. Fair enough. Fair enough. So Bray Wyatt at this moment in time, we don't have anything confirmed. But we do know that he's missed a house show. And I think I read somewhere that he missed a house show before as well. Yeah, so, so um, I know someone who was at a house show in in Canada and Bray White was advertised to be there. It was one of the reasons why they bought tickets. And um, he didn't turn up. Uh, they advertised he was going to be there and then he didn't show up. Now, I'm seeing um, various different reports. I saw someone say that it's a undisclosed physical issue which is why he's been out and then i'm pretty sure i saw a comment saying that he's got an injured he's got a broken finger or something which i don't know why a broken finger would really well from wrestling because it would just spend weeks on tv yeah but um i am against all speculation as they say we don't know um but he has no show two house shows you know that's that's not the right attitude to have and i can't imagine he's unprofessional um, I'm very surprised if he is just like doesn't want to do it because I thought he was better than that. Um, How did I? Yeah. You know what would be interesting, and I I have to admit I'm gonna um, slightly steal this off of something I saw on my Twitter a little while ago. Um, but will we see Michael Cole and whoever on SmackDown give Bray Wyatt as much grief for taking his ball and going home as they did? Sasha and Naomi, because they really punked them out, didn't they? Which actually, I'll be honest with, I agreed with, because everyone knew that situation. But I just, it's just interesting, I suppose. Is it going to be the same thing? Will they kind of, you know? I mean, probably not. 
No, not, I don't not, think... not, not that that's right, but mm. uh, but yeah, pro- probably not. Yeah, see, I, I I I agree. I don't I don't think that they will do something like that. But you know, it is that difficult thing, isn't it? If you're gonna if you're gonna do that for one person or two people doing it, you kind of need to. If you've set that set that stall out, set that precedent. Yeah, you know. But again, as we've said, it's speculation. We don't know if it's a if it's an injury, if it's a no show, if it's a a creative decision, anything like that. We can just report what we know. Exactly. And I've got one final question for you boys regarding this before we move on to our next topic of discussion, because we've got a cover all basis here on snapbacks and beards. Could this all be a work? It it, it absolutely could, but I feel that oh well, and I again I guess this feels a very much a Vince McMahon work than it would a trip's work. Um I'm leaning to it more being there being something behind it rather than it being a work. Yeah. But it could be. We never know with WWE. That's yeah. I, I, I just would ask why then, because like, well, it wouldn't make any sense. And that that's what I was thinking because I was I was trying to think of everything, and the the only thing I could come up with where it w- could be a work is if there was something where Uncle Howdy came out and was like, I've got rid of him like sort of mm. thing and then it's it's like another well not that we need and but another resurgence of bray coming back quite mm. stronger and yeah. i don't know i don't know just and, just covering the angles or i guess well, if, if they went down yeah. sorry sorry i was say or yeah, if, if they yeah. if they kind of went down the route of them wanting to have a clear definition or a clear sort of role for the for the feuds so bobby lashley can come out and be like look who look who's gone home look who doesn't care about the fans etc etc making him more popular than than bray for for their match or something but again I, I i don't see it i don't see it that is a that is a thing well you mentioned lashley there i was just going to get onto that obviously the match he's meant to have with bray white at wrestlemania um the, there is a storyline you could do there and this has happened before where a certain tribal chief had to go home and he couldn't fight at WrestleMania. He's replaced by Braun Strowman. Yeah. Now he, he, Bobby Lashley could do this, and literally, they could play Bray Wyatt into the story, being like, "Oh look, the Almighty—he's too scared of me. He doesn't want to fight me." And I understand that, you know. But obviously, no one's man enough to stand up to the Almighty. And then Braun Strowman could come out and defend uh, Bray Wyatt or whatever, and be like, "Well, you know, he's a friend of mine, and I'm not frightened of you." And Bray Wyatt and uh, Braun Strowman. It seems to be like if Bray can't make it, Braun is a good replacement for the match. And I think someone like Lashley is going to have a match at WrestleMania. Braun Strowman currently doesn't have one. So yeah. unless he's in the Memorial Battle Royal, which that's probably the only thing he's going to do, then um, I think this would be good to put him in there. Yeah, mm. makes sense. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. I actually forgot about it. Braun Strowman became Universal Champion because. Roman Reigns couldn't yeah, yes. couldn't yeah. make it. Yeah, for reasons we won't go into now, um, <laughs> yes. because it's it's a long story and it was a long time ago. From a superstar who has disappeared in Bray Wyatt to one who we have seen come back. He hasn't been gone for very long, but Jay Uso, main event. Jay Uso and yeah. his continuing storyline with Sami Zayn what gold this is this is so enjoyable to watch each week um we saw on last monday night's raw uh jay uso returned and looked like he was going to walk away from jimmy uso inside with sammy zane he then turned around and super kicked sammy zane we then but I have got a point on that, which I will go back to in just a second, because I didn't notice this, and I rewatched it back afterwards, and it kind of does make sense, and I'll get your boys' opinions on that. But we moved to SmackDown, and then Jay says he's in the ring saying, I had to do it, he's my brother, he's my blood, you're not, you're the one I blame. And then a brawl ensues between Jimmy and Jay and Cody and Sami Zayn. However, moving back to Monday Night Raw, 
someone has pointed out that it looks like Jay whispers something to Sami Zayn before he kicks him. And then on SmackDown, it looks as if Sammy is pulling his punches on Jay when he tackles him to the floor. And obviously we know Sammy's a professional and he's not gonna he's gonna know how to land a punch yeah. and make it look like it. But the point that is being made is that has Jay said to Sammy, look, I've got a bigger plan that's gonna take down Roman and everyone, but for now, this is what's gonna happen. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I can see that being something that could happen now. It used to be a very basic thing of Hio and Sammy are going to win the tag titles at WrestleMania, and that's it, and then they'll move on and probably have a rematch. And, you know, but maybe there's more chance of something better than that this time after WrestleMania. I think the matches you're going to get at WrestleMania are pretty much going to be Sammy, Sammy Zane and Kevin Owens against the Usos. You know, Cody Rhodes against Roman Reigns, as planned. You know, all of these matches, I think, are going to stay the same. But after WrestleMania, I feel like maybe you'll start to see... Maybe the bloodline starts to fall apart then. Um, what was said, I don't know. I mean, it could just be Joe, so if he gets the cameras there and he actually is whispering to Sammy, I'm going to stand back and super kick you <laughs> or something. Um, Watch out, the kick's coming. Yeah, yeah um, I'd like to think what you're saying there is... There's something more than that, but I don't know. I, I think sometimes we might overcomplicate the storyline when it's actually going to be just the most simple one, which is, let's just say, yeah, there's yeah. the tight titles at Mania. I don't want that to be the case. I like an interesting twist. Like, I would like to have seen Gio so uh, walk away from Jimmy like that and then maybe leave it a week rather than two seconds later. Oh, no, I'm actually, that's a lie. I'm not turning on you. Or something like that just to get people to come back next week. Um, but very good from him. But uh, yeah, I think it's. I think they kind of panicked and went, "Oh no, we need to keep them together. Let's could do this." Could we see? And I, I guess this is going to taint, I suppose, the victory for for Cody. But could Jay cost Roman at Mania, and then we see Jay versus Roman at SummerSlam? And that be when Roman loses for the first time clean in however long and bring that whole thing. Because it started with Jay and Roman. So should it then end with Jay and Roman? But at the, on that, I don't want to see Jay as World Heavyweight Champion. So it can't be for a title, in my view. I don't think that works. That makes it too obvious that Reigns is going to win. But without a title involved, could you... Could could raid uh, Roman do the honors for Jay on Roman's way out? Because I assume we're not going to see much of Roman probably post SummerSlam next year or this year, should I say? Yeah, um, I mean that that's that's a, a fair and valid point you make. I, I I do think it does. It would be nice to finish because then it's come full circle. Yeah. Um, I don't see Roman losing the Universal title mm. at WrestleMania. Um, I think he de that I think he definitely walks out with the Universal title, and I think he does lose that on a thousand days at Saudi. Who takes that from him? Yeah. I don't know. But then they need to find a way that it is just for the WWE Championship at Mania. How they do that again? I've got to be honest. I'm still surprised they haven't done that. Like I, uh, that's that's the one Cody wants, and I I think like you say, it, it separates everything. Then doesn't it? You get your two champions mm. on your two brands, and it it just makes more sense. But I don't know. I don't know how they separate it now. This this close. What are we sort of three weeks away, three four Is, weeks away. I, I think the only way they can do it now is Paul Heyman looking at the contract for the Royal Rumble. Yeah. What what that gets you. But, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, they could just have where Cody wins both and then, well, I don't want him to, but the other option is he wins both and then vacates the Universal title because he only wants one. And he also will be like, well, you fans deserve two champions. 
Yeah. Oh, here we go. Because you know, we obviously use the big baby face, right? So uh, that's, that, that's just the lazy way to do it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Johnny, you said that you still think it's going to be um, KO and Sammy versus the Usos. Yeah. Uh, for the tag titles, who wins that match in your eyes? Um, KO and Sammy. Should KO and Sammy win it, but they shouldn't. Yeah, I mm. think KO and Sammy win it, but again, mm. I don't think they should. However, the storyline continues and it is a good one to watch. It is very, very enjoyable. Let's move on and talk about a five foot six Lucha Libre who has just been inducted into the Hall of Fame class of 2023 marking a very rare occasion where somebody is inducted into the hall of it that is Rey Mysterio by the way in case uh, <laughs> anyone couldn't yeah. tell in case anyone was waiting for Sintara's announcement yeah, or anything yeah. like that Kalisto is going into the hall of fame um, <laughs> hall of lucha house party uh, yeah um a very rare occasion where somebody is inducted into the hall of fame whilst they are still currently active full-time on the roster uh, it's great and thoroughly deserved. We all thought Batista would be the first announcement. Mm. And because it is a rare occasion, does this mark the beginning of the end and a very near future retirement for Rey Mysterio? I, I think it does, although... Part of me, I mean, it would be, it would be lovely for Dominic to be the one that inducts Ray into the into the Hall of Fame. However, that you know, storyline-wise, I just don't think that makes sense now. Um, so I actually, I don't want to say that I think WWE have jumped the gun or that Ray is undeserving of this because. He's absolutely deserving of a place in the Hall of Fame. I just wonder, have they gone, oh, okay, for whatever reason, we can't get Batista and WrestleMania 40 will be the rock. So what have we got? Who have we got that's popular to headline, et cetera, et cetera. And we know Ray is coming towards the end, so they've gone for Ray. Um like I say, that's not me hating on it. I fully, fully deserved. I just think it seems a bit of a left field one, a bit of an odd one to, mm. to sort of do. Um, I've heard lots of different rumours. Apparently, it's going to be Conan that um, inducts him. Um, I also saw something on Twitter this morning that apparently Vicky Guerrero has been asked to stay away from AEW and run down her contract. So I don't know when that runs out. Would that be, mm. you know, her coming back to to induct Ray possibly? Um, but I, yeah, I like I say, I no issue with Ray going in. I just question the the timing of it personally. Mm. Yeah, um, I looked at that as well, and it was total shock. It's like, oh, okay, someone who we didn't expect. Obviously, as I say, it will happen. Also, in his home state of California, maybe that makes it more convenient for uh, them to get someone like that. Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio, the two greatest uh, Mexican wrestlers of all time. I think it's easy to say. Rey sold far more merchandise because of the character that he is. So there is a debate if is Rey better than Eddie. I mean, I personally don't think so. Um, he can play a heel very well. He can play all the characters well, but Rey sold so much more merchandise. Um, and that's that's one of the parts that makes them a good wrestler. It's like how much merch can they shift? So, um, Ray obviously does deserve this, but as you say, Stu, I feel the same. It's like, oh, Batista and The Rock, we couldn't get them. Well, we need to find someone who else is there. Oh, well, Ray, you know, Randy as well, but I guess they're holding out for Randy to come back first. Um, Ray Mysterio is 48, so yeah, retirement is coming, yeah, especially um, for the way he wrestles. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, he, he, you can't he, do that forever. No, yeah. <clears throat> no. And um, um, you wonder if maybe 
Rey Mysterio's retirement matches against the Sun at WrestleMania, which I think would be very fitting. And maybe right at the end, just to prove how much of a prick Dominic Mysterio is, pull his dad's mask off. And, and wear it. Wear yes. it. Leave and not Mysterio has another mask underneath. No, he just doesn't have one on. And we see his face. But if he's retiring, um, and Dominic, there's a rumour that they've uh, copyrighted the name Prince Mysterio. Yeah. Um, you know, like, I think that would be the perfect time to do it. And he would want to do that as well. Yeah. I mean, by calling himself Prince, Mati Prince Mysterio, he is just acknowledging that his father is the king. Mm. Yes. Yeah. yeah Agreed. Yeah. So. Fun fact, Rey Mysterio actually means King Mystery. So is there a um mm. is there a face turn for Dominic? In I, I mean I like him as a heel. I, see, I, I, I I'm not done with Prison Dom yet. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. I'm, I'm not, not done with Prison Dom. <laughs> I'm not done with as you say, Vicky Guerrero running down a contract. I'm not done with Dom, I don't know, uh doing a frog splash or trying to do like the three amigos or so and Vicky coming out going, Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> You got to remember as well. I'm, there is the, this Chapa Guerrero as well. I don't know what on earth he's up to these days. I know. I think I think he does uh, Lucha Underground stuff or like movies, things, yeah. things like that. He's you know again he's not signed to anyone. No, and no agreed. Yeah. Family friend of Rey Mysterio. Edge as well could do it. Could induct Ray. Mm. But do you think Dominic does something at the Hall of Fame ceremony? I mean, maybe, maybe the match. Is doesn't announced. get is yeah. or doesn't get made until then because Dom does do something at the ceremony and then yeah. Ray is like right Ray's... you little shit yeah, yeah that's exactly yeah. what I'm thinking yeah. right he's like you know what I've had enough of this you oh. have tried to ruin the best day of my best night of my career yeah. and you've shown total disrespect and it's now time for the um, as a man Dominic it's now time to suffer the consequences of that yeah um, I could yeah. see that. I, I agree. That. I agree, and I'd love to see it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. I, I don't want that to be Ray's last match because I just want to see. Uh, I if if his retirement's coming, I don't want it to be that imminent. I want like another like three or three or four months, maybe maybe like SummerSlam. Could SummerSlam be his last match? Could he have a? I don't know, uh, like a three matches against Dom or something. Could they? Yeah, I don't know. Could they go a couple of times? Could it end in a lucha underground steel cage mask versus balaclava match or something? Yeah, like. <laughs> mask versus bandana on a pole <laughs> match. <or something. laughs> um, yeah, prison yard street fight or something, something like that. But, um... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we did get. Another match confirmed for Wrestle. Well, all but confirmed if Adam Pearce says yes because they both wanted it. So I can't see why they wouldn't. It is the social megastar. Is that his his catchphrase? I don't know. I couldn't social tell media, you what his catchphrase is. Media megastar. Are we talking social about social media megastar? It is Jake Paul's brother versus. <laughs> Yeah. Seth freaking yeah. Rollins at WrestleMania. This this has the potential to be a great match. Agreed. I know none of us like Logan as a person, um, but his his in ring work for yeah. his newbie status within WWE speaks speaks volumes and speaks for itself. And we know well. Me especially, we know <laughs> what a star Seth freaking Rollins is. What do you boys yeah. think of this match? Uh, I'm I'm really looking forward match. to it. Agreed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. I think. I think the promos beforehand will be uh, have been very good. Um. Whether we need to see see them together on screen every week. Between now and Mania, I think you could probably go a week or two without it just to build that up a little bit and also sort of use a little bit of that ego that Logan Paul has to be a little bit like, well, I don't have to be here. Like, you need me to be here more than I need to be here type thing. 
um, which is which is fine. I've got no problem with that. Um, so yeah, I th I think it's going to be a great match. I I think it'll be near the end of night one on the card. Um, so yeah, no no complaints from me. I think it'll be think it'll be really good, and yeah, I think Seth will win. win. Well, yeah, I agree. I think Seth Rollins will get the win here because he's had three consecutive WrestleMania defeats now, um, and you, know, you can't uh, can't ever complain about not putting people over. You know, you put Kevin Owens over Cesaro and then Cody Rhodes, so he's now gone three straight WrestleManias without a win. He needs it now, and he will beat Logan Paul. Logan Paul will be one of those people who will be happy just to be fighting at WrestleMania. I don't think he'll care. If he wins a lot, uh, Rollins, though, wrestling is everything to him. So he needs this win. And he is probably the most, well, yeah, he's the most over guy on the roster right now. No one else gets a reaction quite like he does. You could argue Bray Wyatt, but, you know, whatever. That won't be for long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rollins is someone who can make the crowd sing for five minutes and pause a match yeah. just from singing. Nobody else can do that. Um so he probably shouldn't be anywhere near Logan Paul. He should be fighting at the higher part of the card, but you know he'll get that chance again. Um, was Logan Paul supposed to be fighting Cena or something? Cena is what we heard. But just just quickly on that point, Johnny, do you, I agree that Seth warrants a place higher on the card? But is is Seth now reaching that status where actually the match it's not necessarily where the match is on the card, it's that it's you're against Seth Rollins, if that makes sense. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's been I know a lot of the and I'm not gonna fully compare The Undertaker to Seth Rollins. Um, but when uh, I think it was a uh, certain Mr. Brooks had an issue with originally being scheduled to face Taker at 29 and that wasn't the main event. Someone was like, yeah, but look who you look who you're wrestling at Mania. Like th that's as good as being in the main event. And I just wonder if it's not, if not has, better. Yeah. Like um has Rollins is Rollins reaching that status now to actually he is so over. He's so consistent. He's so good. Actually, if you've got a match against Rollins at Mania, that's you know that's as good as being up, as closing as you know as being up there at the top of the show. Potentially, I, that's just a a question more than a this is what I think sort of thing. I just just wondering it really. Yeah, I think um, I think you're right, but I just feel like Rollins has been world champion before. But is there anything memorable about any of those world title wins besides winning? You know, the the winning part during the run itself. Any of them actually been memorable? I think he's due like a, a decent world championship run. Um, if not, then I just think he is. He been, he's been in the main event of WrestleMania technically, but like he wasn't originally planned to be in it. Yeah. Um, again, if he didn't get injured, maybe it was going to be the year after, but mm -hmm. that didn't happen. Um, I think he's at a point now where it has to be in the next couple of years because he's he's white hot at the moment, and that will yeah. go down. <clears throat> so he needs yeah. if he's going to have a main event of Mania, it has to be in the next couple of years. Um, but maybe it's a bit too late for him now. I don't know because obviously more new people coming through, and he's that veteran now. But he so, is the star maker. Yeah, I mean, I think his Mania main event is coming, and I think it's next year because you're probably not going to have Roman Reigns headlining for the 75th million year in a row um <laughs> so it has to go somewhere else and will we see, see will we see roman at mania next year well that's the thing is he even going to be there at all who knows you know unless unless the rock is there well, then yeah. he can drop to uh, the, he can drop to Seth Rollins, or the Rock and uh, make Seth Rollins drop to him. Sorry, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, um, but you, as I say, we can't. People might complain about egos. Rollins has put people over every year. Right, yeah. the guy deserves the credit there because 
some wrestlers take it very seriously where like no i'm not losing to him like you know i'm not going to lose to that guy yeah but rollins seems to appreciate that it's important to let the others win because he's had his main event spot and i just feel like he hasn't really completed that career where i can look back and go here ties tomorrow i'm like he was very close to being there but he just wasn't quite that's how I feel like with him at the moment. I, I think I I get what you mean. I think I think it's kind of like for Rollins. So if he was to retire tomorrow, he would he would have a without a doubt a Hall of Fame career in terms of accolades and achievements and titles won. But has he yet reached a Hall of Fame career in? The matches within them titles. Mm. I, but I, but I think his his matches are better when they're almost like a a step, not a standalone, but one where there's been a feud and there's there's no belt involved. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, Cody Rhodes, Edge, potentially Logan Paul. Um, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I'd love to see him be world champion. Obviously, yeah. because he is Seth freaking Rollins. But <laughs> just, just because he is, he is Seth. Um, yeah, I can kind of see Seth maybe having, like, going into Next Mania as champion or fighting for either the WWE or the Universal. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if it like obviously with with Cody we know it's the WWE. I don't know if Seth has a preference. No, so, no. But that's the way I can see that going. But in regards to the match itself, uh, yeah, very looking forward to it. Can't wait to see it. And I think it could be if it's night one potentially match of the night. Yeah. yeah. And also, quick point about uh, Jake Paul, who obviously this is part of the uh, storyline, but of course in the in the implausible podcast there is a. A comment that he makes goes, "Who's Seth Rollins? He sounds like a bitch." <laughs> like, oh yeah, let's see you say that and back wrestling when you sign a multi-million-dollar contract, Jake Paul. Because you know, fine. Well, as much as I don't like them, controversial opinion. I think Jake Paul is going to become world champion sometime, just because they love him. Uh, and I don't want to say it, but I just feel like, oh, oh this is brilliant for marketing. And I can see uh, Logan and Jake Paul winning the tag belt. I, I, I was going to say, we, we posed that question, who beats the Usos for the tag titles? I mean, that's one way to turn the Usos baby face. Do, do, we, do, we, see, uh, do we see that in Saudi? Or is... Oh, God. <laughs> are, the, are, the are the Paul brothers ready for that heat? I think they They do kind of love to be hated, don't they? They do, they love us, yeah, yeah. I mean, just I'll throw it out there. Pay me that money and I'll take the heat. Don't worry about it. That's I could I could probably manage that heat. Yeah. For what they would get paid. I tell you what, if they're looking for someone, our job to Seth Rollins at next year's mania. Yeah, so if you if you job to Rollins at next mania and me and Johnny will beat the Usos. In Saudi yeah, yeah. for the tag titles. Yeah. <laughs> well, Deal. Make Deal. it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> I think we've got time for another subject or two. So yeah, we will well move swiftly on um to a wrestler who is climbing up the ranks of one of my favourites to watch week in, week okay. out. It is your boy Johnny. It is LA Knight. Let me yeah. Yeah, yeah, with a potential rumored WrestleMania match against none other than the Texas Rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Because he is your boy, let's hear from you. What do you make of this? Okay, so again, from Dave Meltzer. So we're not going to get too um, convinced it's going to actually happen, in my opinion, but um there's rumors that stone cold steve austin wants to be having another match at wrestlemania and la knight is uh, looking for an la knight mania and of course la mania without la knight what is that you know may as well not even happen as far as he's concerned and uh you need something big you know and what how big how much bigger can you be than yeah. fighting stone cold steve austin at wrestlemania and i realize austin is 56 and people will look at that and go, and he's been there, done that. I'm sorry. If Steve Austin comes out and interrupts LA Knight doing a promo, he's going to get a massive reaction. He's not going to get 
a Goldberg reaction of like, oh, it's him again. It's like, no, he's one of the greatest of all yeah. time against one of the greatest talkers that's currently going. Can you imagine the whole what? Yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, that that, that like, becomes a meme overnight, doesn't mm -hmm. it? That is... Like, if you want me to have a match with LA Knight at WrestleMania, <laughs> give me a hell yeah. 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 <laughs> I can like, see that happening. I can definitely see that happening. Yeah, absolutely. And even if they don't have like a long match, and I don't expect LA, I mean, it'd be great if LA and I did win that match, but you know, it's a nostalgia trip. It's Austin. He probably would get the win, but I don't think LA Knight would care because he's fighting the legend that is Austin, and everyone would be talking about the fact that he had that match. And you know, LA Knight having an LA Mania fighting a legend again, not my personal like match that i'm desperate to see like you know it's not one i would pick off the top of my head but i mean it is a good match for them to have i think and i think it shows a little bit of if they go with la night regardless of of a win or a loss it shows where they value him that mm. they will trust him with a match with with austin in in that respect well and here's my point as well i think that if that match does happen, I think now he doesn't need it because he is a star without it and he will shine. And I will go on record now and say within the next couple of years, LA Knight will have held either the WWE Championship or the Universal Championship within the next three, I'd say. Like um, I wonder if this match does get made, if they do ask Stone Cold if he'll take the loss. And let LA yeah. Knight beat him. Um, not that he needs it, but you can just imagine LA Knight coming down the week after. I've beaten Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, what? What else is there for me to do? Like, do you, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I get you, get you totally. So, yeah, I kind of wonder if that's the way they go, and that's what I'd like to see. Actually, I love Stone Cold Steve Austin, but if you care that much about the business like you have for so long you're still doing stuff now broken skull sessions all of that give not not give back but yeah mm. let let him have his time wwe need to start doing that they need to stop letting the part-timers and the big names that come back win and let your Montez Fords win. Let your LA Knights win. Let you well, obviously Gunther's winning every time anyway. But <laughs> let 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 these guys win. Let Sami Zayn win. Like these guys are the future. Yeah. So you need to start let uh, let the theories win. Like they need to start shining now. <laughs> yeah, agreed. But yeah, so LA Knight Stone Cold. We all want to see it. Yeah, I, I was yeah. going to just quickly ask: Do you think that will be a match made, uh, a Stone Cold interrupting LA Knight segment and then having a match, or just Stone Cold interrupts LA Knight and stuns him? Like what? Because I'd like to see the match, but again, we're sort of getting to that kind of three weeks away. I, I know it doesn't need much of a build, but if you know. Tonight, it's just a randomly announced that Stone Cold's going to fight LA Knight. It's a bit like, well, where's that? Where's that come from in that in that sense? But yeah, I suppose last year KO kept calling him out week yeah. after week after week, didn't he? Yeah. Um, obviously, it's probably too late for that now. Um, so it probably will have to happen on the night. But I wonder if it's like, uh, like Johnny has said before, uh, LA Knight comes. Maybe it's when the Miz is doing something, LA yeah. Knight comes down. Of like, WrestleMania is like, why is this? Uh, why is this incel host of WrestleMania when you've got Ellie and Knight here? Yeah, you know, that kind of storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Stone Cold comes out, looks at the Miz, stuns him. Yeah. The Miz takes a stunner at WrestleMania, falls out the ring. They square up. Stone Cold's like, you want a match? Come on in, let's go. Yeah, ref yeah. comes running down to the ring. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Match. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Even build it up where they can have LA Knight on Miz TV and then Austin comes down and he's like, you want a match with LA Knight? You want a match with LA Knight? Tomorrow night, Austin. Tomorrow yeah. night on my terms. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 
but yeah, very looking forward to it if it does happen. We will finish this episode on one final subject. Uh, I hate to say that I can call the way matches are <laughs> going to finish, but we will talk about the uh, the fatal five way for the number one contender for the Intercontinental Ooh, yes. Championship. We had Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus versus Karrion Cross versus LA Knight versus Xavier Woods because Kofi Kingston is injured. Um, I said that I thought the match would end with uh, Drew and Sheamus both pinning at the same time. That became very apparent when I saw that there was a referee outside of the ring as well as the referee in the ring. Yeah, and I thought yeah, straight away. Yeah. 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 I thought there's going to be a double <laughs> pin here. Uh, obviously, they both won, um, and they're going to face each other next week. Do we think that match is going to end in that, a low contest or a draw? Or I think know? that's going to. I think that's going to end it's, in a bit of a a bit of a stupid decision, but or a stupid decision by Gunther. But I think Imperium are just going to come down and batter them both. That's take what I them, thought. Take yeah. them both out, which, like I say, is a silly thing to do from that perspective because then it's going to make the triple threat, whereas you could just end up, end up let them fight and face one of them. But for the story, I think, yeah, Gunther and Imperium come down and just well, take them both out. And that would be silly if Gunther and Imperium were to do that because Gunther was literally saying to Adam Pierce backstage, wasn't he? He was saying, um, Who's my opponent? Singular, yeah. not opponents, plural. Yeah. Like, so yeah, that would be. But I suppose that is a way you get around it. You think, a, yeah, a, a double count out for something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'll, I'll go by whatever you book, Johnny, because you you called that one pretty well. So <laughs> it was just I could just <laughs> see that that was what some sometimes WWE is still that predictable. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, WWE also like to like make things uber complicated. Ren, it's very, very quite simple. They both got the pin. They both should be in the match, rather yeah. than oh, next week you have a match, which will end in count out, and it's like okay, so that's a week wasted because you want to delay this as long as possible because you don't know what else to do. So what we'll do is we'll delay it to a no contest, which fans will hate because no contest matches are terrible. Yeah. Um, when you could have literally just had the match made last week and contract signing this week or something or whatever yeah exactly they're overcomplicating things however when when this does inevitably turn into a triple threat match at wrestlemania what a match that could be oh be superb yeah be Mm -hmm. superb who would you guys have to win that match so I won't go into too much detail because we're sort of what a week or two or two weeks off mania predictions. But I would go for Drew McIntyre to win that match because because I think it sets up it, it sets up the the what next that I like with WWE because you have Drew win it. You have immediately Drew then becomes heel. Sheamus is pissed off that his best friend has cost him the the triple crown or grand slam, whatever it is that Sheamus did. So then we get another three, four months of matches with Drew and Sheamus, which will be superb because they're superb. Gunther loses, but he loses to a former world champion. And then he can go off to the main event scene. Whereas... If Gunther doesn't lose, or if Gunther doesn't lose in this match with two world former world champions, who where does he go? Who beats him next? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. having Gunther lose in the triple threat match would be the way to go, and I think it would be he doesn't get pinned. It would be one of the other two. Yeah. And Gunther doesn't have to look weak. However, if Gunther does win. Then I just think they are going to have them break the record. Yeah, and uh, that would probably mean you'd have to hold it till Survivor Series, I think. But I think that again, you're very close to doing it. So why not? Yeah, give it to Gunter. I mean, if anyone deserves it, I think. Um, oh, great! The guy holding it probably is. Yeah. 
See, I think it's the only belt the Sheamus needs to have won everything in W, like everything, King of the Ring, Money in the Bank, Royal Rumble, mm. or, and all of the belts. It's the only thing he needs, mm. bar, bar the universal, but obviously he was world heavyweight. And yeah. It's essentially, yeah. essentially yeah. the same thing, isn't it? Um, I think Sheamus wins it at WrestleMania. Who he pins, I don't know, but I see Drew raising his arm at the end of the match and then turning on him, giving him a beat down. See, I, um, I just think if you have Drew win it, is there, I mean, you, you boys might know better than me, but in a, in a couple of months' time, is there is there an event in the UK where Sheamus and Drew could tear the house down and uh, Sheamus could win that final belt in front of a UK crowd? Oh, I wonder. What could that be? I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm just throwing that one out there. Good. I know. Well, I, I think I think backlash is in Puerto Rico. Ah, uh, yeah, he's not. He's definitely not Puerto Rican, is he? No. Sheamus, that's not. Um, <laughs> Elimination Chamber was in Canada. Yeah, he's white uh, enough for that. that could be. <laughs> he's not seen sun in a long time. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't think of anything off the top um, of my head. Yeah, no, I don't that's, think there's um, I don't think there's any event in July in London. I'm yeah, not sure. No, no. So, but that that's that's where where I would go with it. But I say when we do WrestleMania predictions, I'll expand slightly. I think. <laughs> well, in actual fact, I believe. The longest reigning IC champion of all time, Honky Tonk Man, is 454 days. So that's. I think Seamus, I think Gunter won it in June last year, actually. So, well, yeah, so it would be November, December time if he was to do that. Um, second longest is like, you know, uh, Randy Savage, the 414 days. So, again, he'd have to hold this title to at least the end of the year, I think, to break so, the record. And so, we think we think if, if Gunther wins <laughs> at Mania, he breaks the record. Oh, yes. he's got to. If, he, if, <laughs> if they don't, yeah, yeah. But then... See, I want. I'm in two minds because I want Gunther to break the record, but I want Sheamus to win the belt. <laughs> I mean, just just do we wait that long, and then does is Sheamus the one that beats it to, to just, when he's broken the record? I, like, I don't know. I, I just feel, and I've always thought how how underrated Sheamus actually is. I think he's brilliant. And probably, arguably, the last year or so since aligning himself with with Ridge and, and Butch has probably been one of the best runs of of his career. Will we still be saying the same thing in five, six, seven months' time? Like, will that st will will the run still be there for him to do it, or will it be a case of oh, we're seeing Seamus Gunther, or like not oh, we're seeing Seamus Gunther again because we know they'll have a great match, but it's like. Seamus, you've had 15 matches against Gunther in the last month. Like, we want to see someone else. So uh, do they need to capitalise on where Seamus is now within the next two to three months rather than waiting another seven or whatever? I don't, I, I don't know. See, I, yeah, I, I agree. I think Seamus is now turning in some of the best work of his career. Agreed. Of his, of his whole career. Agreed. Um, I, I, I think... Yeah, I don't want to go. I, I don't want to go too much into it either because we've got the the WrestleMania predictions coming up. But oh, I don't know if you can hear me. My headphones have just died. No, you did. You did. You guys can still hear me. I'll carry on talking for a second, um, and then you boys can talk amongst yourselves whilst I try and sort it out quickly. But I think they have to capitalize on Sheamus now, and yeah. I think he's yes. going at Mania. Yeah, what I would really love to see is um, Sheamus, uh, whenever he does win the title, or whoever wins the title next, or even if Gunter just retains, change the title belt design. It's awful. Yeah, the Adam title belt is the most horrible design belt that they've currently got. Yeah. And it's a real shame that Gunter is really doing that belt justice. And that's the design that he has to carry around with him. Agreed. Um, it's not even like the twenty four seven belt looks better than the IC belt. It is just <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> it is a horrible belt. I I yeah. agree. Um, <laughs> but then I'm you boys know me. I'm a, I am a bit of a I'm a bit of an old school look with the belts, aren't I? Like you know, uh, uh, even the even the white 
IC title belt that Cody brought back all them years back was it was much better than what we've got now, but I wasn't as big a fan of that. Um, mm. But that might just be because I don't like change. So, you know, I kind of grew up with the IC belt looking a certain way and then it was, then it sort of changed. Um, yeah, yeah. But I do agree, it's a horrible, horrible looking belt. Um, I quite like it. There we I, I, I'm, yeah, I, I don't, yeah. Dis, I don't, yeah, I don't dislike it. I don't dislike it. Part of me did I'll wonder. What, I'll tell you what the other weird card title belt, the US title belt, I think is very nice. I think it's fantastic, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah I, but again, that that other the the previous one was lovely too. Um, mm. But I tell you what, I'm a, I say I'm a little <clears> bit surprised. <throat> I'm not surprised because of the the lineage lineage etc of the IC title. They were never going to get rid of it. But Gunter bringing back the European title would be magnificent. Like, yeah, that, that would be, be wonderful. <laughs> But they're not going to replace the IC title with the European title. No, it's not going to happen. Um, so, but that's just again thinking of a title that I liked and would suit Gunther's character of of that would be would be that for me. Well, what really would suit Gunther? I think the uh, undisputed WWE Championship would suit Gunther. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, um, yeah. do, do we? Um, do you still think this, uh, Stu? You mentioned I think last the Royal Rumble. Do you think? This time next year, Gunter will be world champion. Uh, I think. I think <clears> if it's not after Cody, it's the one after him that that Gunther wins it. I think. I I think we see in the next, in the next twelve to eighteen months, Gunther wins the world title, and I will. I'm gonna. There's part that I'm gonna go out on a limb. And say that we see Gunther as world champion before we see LA Knight as champion, but that may change if LA Knight wins Money in the Bank. But mm. currently, I would say we see Gunther as world champ before LA Knight. Okay, yeah, I could go for that. Um, however, I think we see Theory as world champ before we see Gunther as world champ. Personally. Mm. Which again would be wonderful if they separated both belts because then well, we could actually have, you yeah, know you could have them both both world champ at the same time. It's just, yeah. it's just it just brings back a lot more possibilities, doesn't it? Like it's yeah. just it's what it should be. It's what it should be. Did you boys have any further points before we wrap this episode up and let our listeners get back to whatever they were doing before they listened to us for an hour? <laughs> uh, I I do not have any further points. Uh, I do not. No, I think we're good. Um, obviously, we have many predictions coming up, so I don't want to get into any more matches because uh, that will just lead to us talking about predictions now. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Um, we just, uh, yeah. So, uh, See what happens so on Raw tonight? And then, oh, there you go. How about a prediction for Raw tonight, lads? Do we have any? Prediction for Raw. A prediction for Raw. Um... Oh, no. Okay, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that tonight, uh, and we'll see if this comes true. We'll talk about these. We'll all make one prediction now quickly for Raw next week. See if it comes true. I'm going to predict that Cody Rhodes points to the WrestleMania sign. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's impossible. <laughs> I, gonna, I, I predict that Jey Uso says, you're not my family dog. That's, that's, that he's going to come up with that. Dog. You're not my family dog. <laughs> I predict that uh, Dolph Ziggler and Mustafa Ali do something tonight again. There we have it. And you will love it. You will love every second of seeing Mustafa Ali. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler and Mustafa Ali will have an altercation. Jey Uso will say, you're not my family dog. And Cody Rhodes will point to the WrestleMania sign. You heard it here first. With that, we have come to the end of episode eight. I would like to thank my co-hosts for joining me once again. I'd like to thank all you lovely people for taking the time out to listen to us. TWG 1991, Stu Matos, thank you. And where can people find you? It's been a, been a pleasure as always. So my main social is my TikTok, um, at TWG 1991, that wrestling guy. Um, check it out for all sorts of wrestling content on the road to hopefully 5K before WrestleMania, if possible. Get mm -hmm. following, hit that, hit that follow button. 
for Stu Matos. Johnny Goldsmith, the undeniable one, thank you yes. for joining me again. And where can people find you? Yeah, so on the road to 20 Kemia is here. Uh, Johnny Goldsmith on TikTok. And um, yeah, as I say, 20K before WrestleMania. That's three weeks to get 800 followers. So uh, it can be done, lads, but I'm not sure how, but um, help me out here. <laughs> it can, it can. Viral videos do wonders. Yes, yes. They do. But you'll get there again. Follow, follow, follow. Undeniable Johnny Goldsmith on TikTok. I have been Jay WrestleTalk. Again, you can find me on TikTok. I am now officially on Instagram. Funnily enough, the name has just changed the end. It's Jay WrestleGram instead of Jay WrestleTalk. Uh, you can find me there. But if you want my content daily, TikTok is the place to go for that. With that being said, I don't think there is anything else left to say apart from thank you guys for joining me and we will see you all next time.